Welcome to the 200% Life Podcast. I'm Adam Ergenrother, and of course, joining me, Hallie Warner. We believe in the 200% life, 100% inner world and 100% outer world. Well, as you all are hearing, listeners, friends, we are officially switching, Hallie, from business meets spirituality to the 200% life. We've been talking about the 200% life for some time now, and as most of you or some of you know, we have a, a book coming out, The 200% Life. And in the beginning part of... Uh, of my career and really where business meets spirituality came in was business was such a conduit for my personal growth that I really looked at business and I still do as a way to personally grow. Uh, that has since really expanded and, and really using life as a way to grow. And so the 200% life, what that really means to me is that you're able to go out there and you don't have to renounce anything. You don't have to be sitting on a mountaintop, you know, sitting Indian style or reciting haikus over a fire. I don't know if you'd be over a fire, but near a fire uh, to be spiritual. I also think the whole essence of spirituality and the definition or the image that people have of spirituality um, it needs to fundamentally change. I think people think it's it's weird to have people in business, but being spiritual, yet those conversations are happening every day. I think people generally think as more of like an Eastern philosophy in terms of being enlightened or being a spiritual person in that they can't, you know, have things or enjoy things or build a business or, you know, uh, have high paying jobs or whatever it is. But the reality is, is the people that I've met that are really high uh, in terms of high levels of consciousness or just as ordinary, or they've built businesses um, or they fall into the, the ordinary, they're extraordinary human beings, but they fall into the ordinary. And that's part of the process. So 200% life is really answering this fundamental question that I set out with many, many years ago, which is have this wonderful external life, right? In terms of people, places, things, things you can get married to, you cannot get married, you can have kids, you cannot have kids, you can build a business, you cannot have business, you have money, there's times you don't have money, there's times you go on vacation, there are times that you don't, there's times you buy new vehicles and there's times that you sell new vehicles. And so you just get to this wonderful experience. You play sports, you don't play sports, right? Like it's just such a cool world out there. You know, I'm always kind of uh, reminded by the uh the the store the the movie what's that called the disney movie what's that why am i drawing a blank on that disney movie right now Hallie? what is it soul soul yes thank you where it's like you go into like the beginning like in the beginning before they jump down the earth you get like this like what's your passion going to be is the way they call it uh and it's like you go out there and get to explore that i think it's that that 100 outer world is the same way which is let's go out there and really explore that let's go have fun let's enjoy that it's Anything that's happening out there is worth experiencing. And it's not about renouncing anything. It's not about, you know, having something presented to you and be like, I can't do this because I won't go to consciousness or I won't go to God from doing it. And so again, this was a, a fundamental challenge for me when I first got in the business and I started going and doing this inner world, right? Which is this whole, in the inner world, there's thoughts, there's emotions, there's your spiritual heart, there's, there's all these experiences that you're having inside and there's experiences that you're having outside. And so for me, wrapping all of this up into the 200% life is really a way of explaining a model that I've developed into my life, which is enjoying this 100% outer world, all while honestly, in the meantime, really focused on this inner development of your soul, of your consciousness, whatever word makes sense to you, as you're developing that inner experience as a way to gain higher levels of consciousness, to bring more into the experiences you have on the earth. The whole point of being here is to not only develop your soul, but to enjoy what's being presented to you. And so this 200% life concept gives you the freedom 
to go out there and enjoy whatever is unfolding. You know, life is very simple the minute you take this approach and bring this model. So uh, because you just get to experience whatever is unfolding in front of you. And then, of course, you can make decisions around those things, too. And you can build the business. You can do any of those things that you want to do out there without this preconceived notion of I need to operate a certain way or I need to have certain things in my house or have a certain level house in order to be considered a spiritual person. You know, I, I've referenced this many times, but you know, Eckhart Tolle always talks about how every day he walks in the Starbucks and every day somebody says, well, you shouldn't be in here. And he's like, well, why? And he's like, and because you're spiritual. And he's like, well, I like coffee. Like I enjoy Starbucks. And so I think that's a, that's an example of like, let's just get out of this idea that being a spiritual person is reserved for people who operate um, or, or look a certain way or do certain things in the world. The reality is that could be a school teacher to a bus driver, to a business owner, to an artist, to a sports player. I mean, you know, even in sports now, you're seeing the, the meditation practice, the conscious at work are coming into it. Same thing happening in the business world. So the 200% life is really a model that you can bring into your life, which is understanding I have this beautiful external world. And certainly, is it challenging at times? Absolutely. I also have this beautiful inner world. Is it challenging sometimes? Absolutely. But there's you who is in there getting to experience both of those. So I always look at that as like, well, how do I know I'm having this wonderful inner experience or this challenging inner experience? Because you're in there. You're the one witnessing life. You're witnessing life and experiencing life and feeling life in the inner world, which is where your spiritual heart comes into play because that gives you the depth of life. If somebody close to you dies, of course, you're going to feel this very low vibration through your spiritual heart. That is the point of having a heart to give life depth. And of course, if you maybe just had a baby or you got married or you had took a wonderful vacation or had a wonderful payday or whatever it was, you're, you're going to feel this incredible, uplifting spiritual heart that brings you to a whole other level. Both are just levels that you get to experience in life. And I don't know if one's right or wrong. They're just different experiences that you feel. And they're all part of natural life. I mean, death is a natural part of life. You know, making money or being successful or building something or committing committing to a job or contributing in some way to the external world is a natural part of life as well too. And, and also feeling emotions in, in understanding there's this voice inside your head that talks to you constantly are all part of the experience that every human being is going through. So the 200% life is, I want you to think of this as a model that you can use in your life so that you, you're not feeling you need to go to one way or another. At least it's really helped me over the, you know, over the years, the decades that I've put into understanding that you don't have to choose one or the other. You don't have to. And you just get to feel the depth of this. And again, there's experiences outside that turn you on. Sure, those are wonderful. Enjoy those. And then I also go back to this inner world where how do you can continue to go turned on without having these experiences turn you on so you can then go enjoy whatever life is unfolding for you. So when I want you to think about the 200% life as a model that you can follow that allows you to really explore the depths of your inner world, which is the spiritual heart, which is which we're going to cover in this podcast, not necessarily today, the things that we've covered for a long period of time, um, the spiritual heart, the ego, the psyche, why people operate the way they are, psychedelics, all those things that are kind of this inner experience and that voice inside your head that constantly talks to you, right? And then also we're going to talk about things in the outer world, which is how to prepare yourself for a recession, how to be a great leader, how to avoid burnout, right? All these different things that are happening in the external world as well too. And then always tied them back with the same reference points of there's outer world, inner, inner world. And, and in this podcast, it's really unique because we want to mirror and, and bridge the two together. 
of how do they actually join together? How do they, how do you use them together so that they actually become a model for how you can live your life? Um, so that's really what the 200% life is all about. And that's what it means to me is a constant reminder. It's a, it's a roadmap for me to be able to follow both inward, inwardly and outwardly, because really life is made up of 200%. The, the, the challenge though, is that most of us have spent, if it's hundred percent outer world and hundred percent inner world, most of us have spent our entire lives, 99%, 95% of our lives in the outer world, thinking that that's the, the answer for the inner world. The, the goal here is to actually put just as much, if not more emphasis on the inner world, which allows your experiences to unfold in the outer world and also enjoying the outer world, whether or not it's going the way you want it to or not. And so that's part of the work that we will do here in this, in this podcast is tackling both of these two things. And then of course, you know, Hallie and I are both entrepreneurs. We love building businesses. We also love working on our inner growth. We love working on our personal growth. Uh, and that's part of the, the, the whole 200% life model and podcast. So Hallie, I'm curious, what does the 200% life mean to you? Um, as you, you know, you've been on this journey with me for a long period of time. And you and I have both gone through many, many iterations of ourselves, losing parts of ourselves and growing where we are today. So what does a 200% life mean to you? Um, well, you were kind of saying a little bit of it towards the end of that, um, how we spend so much time focused on the external, external world, which I did. I mean, I did up until, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. Um, it was really all externally base. And so when I started exploring more of this 200% life concept, I realized that there was that whole other 100% of this inner world and this inner work that I, inner work that I had to do, but also this inner world that I had the opportunity to dive into and explore and learn more about. Um, but the challenge with that, of course, is thinking that you have to give up all of these things in the external world in order to learn and grow in the inner world. And what I've learned with the 200% life journey was that that's not the case. And that was um, that was freeing for me or it just felt much better to me when I realized I didn't have to give up everything in the external world that I had worked so hard for in order to also incorporate more of the um, inner world into my life. However, what is interesting is that the further you go into the inner world experience, the less, I don't want to say the less the outer world matters, but you put less emphasis or importance onto the external world. Um, and it doesn't feel like you're necessarily giving it up, but that yeah. you just are shifting where your attention is or shifting where you, what, what value you put on the internal versus the external. So from the outside, it would look like my life hasn't changed at all, but the value that I put on it or the importance that I put on it or the comparisons that I, you know, I would typically have gone through or thinking I need to prove myself in a certain way in the external world, that's really gone away a lot. Um, even though from, from, from someone outside looking in, it might look exactly the same to them, but inside it's completely shifted. Yeah. That's so that's, I, you know, kind of for me, how the 200% life comes into play. That's beautifully said, you know, the spirituality isn't about changing necessarily what you do. It may, but it's not really changing that. It's about changing the part of you that's doing it. And so what I, what I really hear you saying is that I think the majority of us have put the stock of who we think we are in the outer world. And it's not that you don't value things in the outer world. So like when people hear that, it's just, you're not putting your entire self of who you think you are in the outer world. And when you're not doing that, it gives you room and flexibility and freedom to explore the inner world while you're also having fun, having goals, having missions, 
in the external world as well too. And that's really that model that you can develop in there. I mean, I think that's, you did a great job saying that, Hallie. Okay. I also want, uh, a lot of people may not know, but Devin Palm um, runs a lot of our, obviously all, almost all of our marketing. She helps prepare for a lot of these podcasts. And, you know, a lot of times people behind the scenes don't, um, aren't necessarily in the front scenes, but Devin's been on this journey with us for a while too. So Devin, I'm curious to get your input on what the 200% life means to you. I mean, you have listened to every single one of our podcasts, probably more than Hallie and I have editing them and, uh, and having fun with them. So over the course of your, you know, um, personal growth journey, what, and, and to where you are today, what does the 200% life mean to you? Yeah. So thanks for having me on today, guys. It's really exciting to kind of be on the front end rather than, like you said, the back end (laughs) editing a lot of this. Um, And yeah, honestly, I, Hallie said it so well, I don't know how I can even say it any better than that. But um, I mean, before I started working at this company, like I had always had this feeling, you know, this like inner feeling that there's something more to life. And I think that, you know, I always chased that externally for a long time, like whether it was like getting A's in school or finding the perfect job where I can make an impact in the world. And like the last year or so of being here and obviously listening to all this content has really kind of shown um, kind of like what Hallie was saying. It's not that the external world isn't important or that you can't play in the external world and enjoy it, but like there is this inner peace that comes along with like not being tied to all the achievements that you have in that world. And I think like my work-life integration has gotten so much better. Like no matter what I do, I know that I'm leaning into the challenges and that I'm constantly growing. And that's really kind of my end goal at the end of the day. Um, And I think the biggest thing has also just been like learning that I am not my inner chatter. Like not only is what goes on in my head, not always necessarily true, but it's not who I am. Um, And so just being able to show up as my best version every day, like acknowledging maybe some of the concerns I have, but then being like, okay, well, those concerns are there for a reason. Now I get to apply that, move forward and just kind of accomplish, take on the day and enjoy it from both the inner world and the outer world. That was awesome. You said that, I mean, high five. That was awesome. You did did a great job (laughs) sharing that. Thank you. I learned from the best. (laughs) It must have been Hallie. Uh, but no, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really important for our listeners to hear, you know, one of the things we've done for today is kind of looking at like our, if you look at the top 10 kind of episodes of all time, by the way, I don't know if I've shared this, but the 200% life podcast is debuting on the 200th episode of doing this, which seems wild that we've done 200 episodes, but we kind of look back for this episode as a way of what are the top 10 episodes of all time? What you'll see, we'll kind of just highlight a few of these is that they're some are outer and some are inner and some are both, right? Or a combination. If you look at one of the, the top ones that we've had of all time, which is just how to avoid burnout when you're a high achiever. I actually think, and how I want to get your thoughts on this. I think that's, it's an outer experience. It's something that you're doing outwardly, but I think the more work that you do inwardly actually allows you to avoid burnout. And I think that's where, I think part of it is, is people are, are listening for the magic sauce or the perfect schedule or the perfect in work-life integration or balance between working and personal life, I think there's a the deeper root challenge or the, the root question people are really looking for, which is how can I go and play in the world and not feel the burnout from it? Now, there is a physical burnout that you can have, right? There's, it's definitely important to have that rest. But I think if you can, if you get your inner world together, one of the most important things you can do is when, by doing that, then the things that you bring to the outer world don't 
take you on or disturb you or take your energy nearly as much as they do um, if you're focused 100% on the outer world, which is where you derive your sense of self from, that is exhausting. And so when that is constantly in flux, because I mean, who isn't that living that life that is concentrated their life in the outer world, you're walking around anxious, nervous, you know, um, angry sometimes, sometimes great. Like you just, you just kind of in this walking in this cloak. I always feel, I always explain it as like, you're walking around with like a, a big dress coat on that is nervousness and anxiousness, because even when things are going well, you know, that things cannot go well, you know, that they could fall apart. In fact, you're almost looking for when they could fall apart or what, and you start worrying about what if they do fall apart and when things are not going well, you worry about it going even worse. And so like you just, when you focus on that, I think that also, um, to me, that kind of that speaks to that kind of question as to what people are really looking for in that answer. But Hallie, you may have a different perspective on that. Well, I think that's why I like the whole concept of 200% life so much is because I walk and maybe this is contrary to what you believe. But um, while I think so many answers can be found in the inner world and that's so and like that's where the root work happens, people still come to our podcast maybe versus others is that yeah, that we can do all of this inner work, but we we do still exist in this outer world, and there exactly. are still actual tactics and things that need to happen in the in the in say the real world, but in the external world. That just saying, oh, if you just have inner peace, everything will solve itself. I mean, I, personally, I think that that's great. That's the foundation, but you still need to have tools in order to actually yes. exist with other humans um, and exist within an ecosystem of your family unit or your the, your corporate structure. So um, I like to be able to look at it from both sides, like the burnout one that you said, like, yeah, there's so much inner work that you can do to make sure that you're not re- hitting burnout, but there's also practical and tactical yep. conversations that need to happen within the workplace um, that, you know, if you have the right tools, you can, you're more equipped to have those conversations um, and create systems and structures or structures in the external world that will serve you, your team to help mitigate that burnout, um, all uh, with the foundation of that inner work. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, if you are, if you're trying to get better at a certain aspect of your leadership or at your functionality of your job, there's, there's ways to improve that. You want to get better at tennis. You can learn about tennis. You want to get better at being a leader. There's a lot of ways to learn about being a leader. It's something that you're doing while you're here. But foundationally, you never lose sight of who you really are, which is that inner work, which I think is what you're saying. You look at another top episode, which is what does business meet spirituality actually mean? Uh, again, that's that whole outer inner question. I think a lot of people find themselves in that dilemma, which is exactly what Hallie and I and Devin have been talking about, which is, hey, I want to explore. I love this kind of whole concept of you call it contribution, service, like making money, whatever it is that you want to do. Like you're out there doing these things that you want to do. But I also realize that there's something probably more important that I haven't quite been able to itch or scratch. And now that I've, I've realized I can turn my attention to both. I can actually focus on my inner world and focus on my outer world. And that's the kind of the business meets spirituality, which is, I also believe from there, it's, it's this business provides so much growth inwardly because there's so many things that happen that you wouldn't sign up for, right? Like nobody, by the way, would sign up for you know, going to hell week in the Navy SEALs. But once they're in it, if with all the, the environment that they're in, they actually complete these things. I don't know if somebody physically could actually do that and push themselves that way. Same thing in business. You wouldn't sign up for a lawsuit or people leaving or losing money or trying to manage your cash or the sacrifices you would do. Those things just kind of show up, right? And so when, when those things happen, um, 
you know, you're able to actually use that as a way to how do I overcome these challenges and how do I make sure that I can use this as a way to explore my inner world of why this is bothering me. Because the more clarity you can have when dealing with these situations, the better you can do. Um, so again, it's I think people wrestle with that. What the the business and spirituality, which is kind of what we were talking about. Hallie, your thoughts on that? I mean, to me, business and spirituality is just another way to say the two hundred percent life. I just think it is a little bit more um, narrowly focused, whereas the two hundred percent life just is a bit more inclusive of external growth and inner growth. Um, and so business is like, was like a stand-in for external growth and spirituality is a stand-in for inner growth. And now with the 200% life, I just think it more aptly describes what we really are about and what we talk about. But I think it's interesting that you say, you know, people don't sign up for hell week or they don't sign up for, sure, I get that nobody like says, I'm going to go, I want to go enter into a lawsuit. But the fact of the matter is people do sign up for hell week. They know going into the, being a SEAL that that's what they're going to be doing. They're very clear on that. And they consciously make the decision to go through that pain of growth and pain of. And I think that that's somewhat true in business, too. Like you may not know exactly how you're going to navigate Hell Week or you may not know exactly what problem is going to show up in business. But if you've decided to enter into the arena of business, you know you're going to get your ass kicked a lot of the time. And you consciously, I think you often consciously go into that knowing that that's going to happen. And then you get the opportunity to grow. And during, you know, hell week example is you get the opportunity to grow and you become a Navy SEAL. And in business, you get the opportunity to grow and make a lot of money um, and impact a lot of people. So I, I don't know. I just maybe see it slightly differently. No, that's well said. You keep that in. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think the, the meaning, what I'm saying behind that is you wouldn't necessarily go out and cause that event to happen so you could grow from it. I think people do sign up to go through hell week. I think people do sign up in business to go through knowing there's going to be a bunch of challenges. However, I, I also think that you wouldn't, without that being there, the outer world to actually cause that, I don't think people would actually go out there and put themselves in that situation, which I guess I could hear you, your side of that is just like they, they, they are, but yeah. I think, I don't think people really realize to the degree of which the difficulty it actually happens, right? Like it's, and so I, I think and in business, I would, yeah, I would that's, agree with that's that. kind of yeah. what I mean. Like the degree of hell week, I get it. Like what you're saying, yeah. my point hell week is I don't think somebody could, they sign up for it. I just don't think somebody could physically put themselves in the situations that they're doing if they weren't in that environment. That's the only point that I make there. Like in terms of like, I don't know if somebody could physically would, would push themselves to stay awake that long if they weren't in that environment, somebody else pushing them to do it. And that's that, that's how I think about business is yes, you go in the hell like knowing that it's going to be terrible. And you, you also know going into business, there's going to be a lot of challenges that are going to show up and you're in it long enough. You're going to have these things. It's just when then when you're when you're going through them, you get this opportunity to really let go just to do the inner work and the outer work at the same time. So I think your, your point is spot on there. Look at another top one, right? The, the top trends really, this was kind of leading into 2021 that leaders must be ready for. Again, that's a pure outer world. That's a, hey, I ended, I'm coming into 2021. How can I be the best leader? What can I do economically? What can I do from a self-leadership perspective? What um, individual tactics can I bring back to my team? You know, give me examples of emails I can write or trainings I need to attend. And so again, I think people are, are, are naturally looking for how can I be a better leader? Because look, if you're, if you're going to be playing a role, which we all are, whether you're a father or a sister or a leader, an employee, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in sales, whether you're in, in, in a school industry, whatever you're doing, you might as well be, be great at it, right? I mean, like you might as well learn how to do your role better. 
It's, and that's becomes part of the fun thing that you're doing. That's why people learn how to do things differently because they have an interest in it and they can bring their learning into that, that outer experience. And so therefore they can continue to improve upon what they're doing, not only for them financially or their families, but for other people as well too. And so people are naturally drawn to constant improvement, right? It's a constant growth. And so that's really when people are looking for that, they're really saying, how do I, I'm choosing to play this role. How do I now get better at this role so I can improve upon everything that I'm doing here? And I think that becomes a really wonderful way to view life. Allie? <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that one. There it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, and I think it's kind of funny because the top the top trends, and even when we, I remember talking about that, anytime we talk about top trends that leaders have to be ready for for the year ahead or the quarter ahead, it's it's again, it, that's why I think the 200% life is just such a, it's a good great model. thing. It's, yeah. Yeah, a great model because I think I can't remember the exact things we talked about in that podcast, but I can just imagine we were talking about um, very specific expense management tactics and get preparing your team for uncertainty and all of those things. But yet at the same time, the best the best way to do that as a leader is to make sure that you've got your your inner world, you know, put together or at least you're working on it so that you have the right foundation so you can have those conversations or so that you know how to navigate through that uncertainty and help others do the same. You know, it's funny. I was just listening and, and while you're chatting, you know, I, I, I get drawn to podcasts because I'm thinking about like when I'm looking at like the outer inner, like what the titles are and what we actually got into in those podcasts, I get naturally drawn to podcasts that have exactly this, that they talk about their, the personal spiritual growth along with business and external growth. Like it's almost like you're, it's almost like, cause they, they coexist so so to, so much together, right? It's almost like you can't have one without the other, right? You can't have an inner experience without an outer experience, right? I mean, and so like, cause you're, you're some sort of outer experience always happening. Even when you're sleeping, there's an outer experience. You may not be conscious of it, but it's still happening. And so I think it's just, I get naturally drawn to those, especially when people can bring that conversation into the business setting, because so many of us are coming in here going, Okay, I get the fact that I have these goals, which are, you know, have a beginning and an end. They're not your vision. They're not your purpose. They're, they're just goals. Right. Um, but I also have this kind of, this inner experience and, you know, part of that, you can see that with one of the, you know, another top one, which is, you know, how to have deep and meaningful conversations at home and work. Right. I mean, that is deep and meaningful conversations happen at home and at work, right? It's a combination of the two. And then how do you, the solutions that I always like to listen for, which is how do I provide how do I get better at my inner world to deal with this? And then how do I get better at my outer world? So again, for instance, like as an example of this, if you're doing a deep, meaningful conversations, you may get into a conversation with, am I clear first? Do I have a clear sense of priorities inwardly? Is my state okay? And then how do I then go learn how to get better at fierce conversations by reading a book or having some models around the fierce conversation, but my inner world is first secure. And then I'm going to go learn how to actually have the conversation as well too. So you're like, it's, it's like this, this bridge of there's always this inner experience. There's always this outer experience when you're playing in the world. And so I, the models that we really use here and what we're trying to do is like, how do you make sure that the inner you're, you're, you're tapping into this inner experience and, and learning from that and, and evolving in the inner experience and also evolving as a leader or evolving in a fierce conversation or evolving of how to craft a better vision email or a better, you know, um, you know, way to terminate somebody or a better way to hire somebody. And so you bring, you constantly can bring both of these concepts into almost every thing that you're doing. You know, Michael Singer, as you all know, he's a huge mentor of mine and what he did a, 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 I don't know if they, they didn't call it consciousness at work. They did a series of spirituality at work, I think is what they actually called it. 
it's available. People can find it if they want to. Um, but th he also, he was asked by, I think Tammy Simon did this with him, the founder of Sounds True. And he was asked this basically like eight different questions about work, right? And like, one of them was like, how to avoid burnout. Really, it was one of the questions, right? And, and, and the first, he, the answer is like, he's like, are you relaxed and released, right? Basically like, are you centered first? And then people asked him like, how do you deal with being creative at work? And he it, literally, the answer was the same first inwardly. And then he had a little slightly different answer out externally, right? Like, and so it just, it just was reminded me of like, he, he literally at one point in time, he's like, Tammy, I don't think you're like my answer, but it's the same. He's like, it's the same answer inwardly first is that is your inner state ready to handle the outer state? Uh, and if that's yes or no, are you clear? Are you relaxed? Are you centered? Right. How do you, you know, and if you are disturbed, then you can't really do this. And then he did get into some mechanics of things of how he looked at it, how he approached it consciously. Cause I think when people ask that question, like, how do I bring consciousness in the business? Really what you're saying is, are you conscious first? Then if you are, you're naturally bringing that into business. So it doesn't have to be this. I need to go figure out how to bring consciousness at work. If you become conscious, everything you do is bringing consciousness into it. So it's, it's, becomes actually the the root cause when people, because that's a big thing right now, is how do I be more conscious at work? How do I bring more clarity at work? And what you're really saying is if you are conscious, then everything that you're doing while you're conscious becomes conscious attached to it. So if you're having a deep and meaningful conversation and you're conscious, your consciousness and you're conscious having deep and meaningful conversations or conscious relationships. And if you're conscious and clear, that's all I mean by conscious means that you're not disturbed by the you're not disturbed by the voice. You're not disturbed by emotions. It doesn't mean they're not going on. You're just not caught off by them. So you're not being derailed by them. And so then you go and then you bring your whole self, whatever, how your state is, your experience of state into the activity of business. That is consciousness at work. I mean, that is the essence of what it means to do that. It's not a, it's not something you look for inside. It's something that you are. And then you bring that into it. It's like passion shouldn't be something that you go try to find outside because that means that the only time you feel passion is by doing this. And then by the way, if you're continuing to do it at some point, there's a law of diminishing return. And which means that you're not as passionate about doing it. So then you have to find something else. So again, my take in this is if you become passion within your level of consciousness, what you do is an extension of your passion is an extension of your consciousness. So the, the business consciousness conversation really starts with this inner growth for you of being more clear, being more conscious, being more centered, being more present. And then that shows up into everything you do. And so that's why the, the, there's a sequential order here, which most people have it backwards, which is let me go work on the outer world so I can get my inner world. Okay. And that's not wrong. It just doesn't work the way you think it does. It works for a moment. There's, I'm not denying that when you get what you want out externally, you feel good. You do. But there's a, there's a piece that passes all understanding, which basically says, I feel good and peaceful and joyful, regardless of what's happening outside, because it, you can't understand why you would feel okay if that's happening. Again, it doesn't mean you're not dealing with things. It doesn't mean passivity. It just means your inner state and your outer state don't need to be so tied together. What I would recommend and the, the route that we do for a lot of these things is really focused on getting your inner state okay. And then bringing that state of consciousness, which is the words you speak, how you look at people, the intent behind everything you do. So every action that you take in the physical world is a direct reflection of your inner state. So the more conscious and clear you are, that just becomes a direct reflection in your activities that you're bringing to, whether that's in business, in sports, in childcare, 
in school and anything you're doing becomes uh, becomes part of that consciousness that you bring in there. Uh, so I just I, I think when we when we think about consciousness at work or being a more conscious leader, it first starts with this hundred percent inner world, and then that leaks into the hundred percent outer world. Allie, any thoughts on that? Um, I had a thought about something you said like maybe ten minutes ago, <laughs> um, but I still am curious about it, which is you started talking about how you, when you listen to podcasts, you um, naturally drawn. Yeah, are naturally drawn to podcasts that kind of talk uh, obviously about the inner world, but then they kind of loop in some of the external world and you kind of ended up talking about some of Sounds True, Michael Singer stuff. Um, uh, and I don't know if this is maybe just nature, person's nature or where they're at and or where you're at in your life and business, because obviously for me, it's, it's the exact opposite. I'm drawn to content and um, podcasts that, that are going to teach me something very tangible that I can Im immediately implement into business um, or into my life as a blogger or a content creator. And inevitably, when I'm listening to these podcasts or these these interviews with famous authors or influencers, the 100% inner world always comes out in one way or another. But for me, the entry point is always in yeah. you know how to build a wildly successful business awesome. or what do you do when you know what do you have to do when you're pivoting from one business to the you know one business to the next or one project to the next and i'm one i guess i'm just wondering is that like just personal preference is that nature like what are, what are your thoughts there yeah you know i i don't i don't know if there's a right or wrong answer there i think you know for for many years of my life that would have caught all of my attention, right? It's like how to make more money, how to get rich, how to be more of a professional leader. That's all I was focused on. Um, for me, it just, the, the transition has been, I would rather go put my inner world together first. And that actually, to me, leaks to a better outer experience uh, and therefore becomes necessarily easier. And I, I don't, again, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer there. I think you should, anybody that's listening should follow whatever they're following and then constantly do the inner work and the outer work and just see where you show up. Again, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer there. But it's a really interesting perspective. Uh, I think that's I think that's great. So kind of in the end, you know, the the two hundred percent life. The way I really and and all of us really think about this is this model that you can follow and that you can live and you kind of wake up and just reminded by yourself that this really is every day. This is a two hundred percent life. Again, so whether you your entry point is something that catches you in business um, or something that catches you spiritually, I think there's there's could be nature, could be what you're focused on. Uh, either one of those things. And as that starts to happen, you can bring both into your life. And I think that's the important thing is, is it's not one or the other. It's not just about sitting in a cave, right? It's, it's not just about being in business either. It's, it's, a, it's actually, how do you mirror both of them together? And I think the constant reminders of, of living a 200% life uh, allows both of those things to freely express themselves that you get to experience. And remember that the, the ultimate goal of all of this is to recognize who is the one who's experiencing you learning something in business and who is the one who's experiencing you experiencing a new something in your inner world, a new experience, a higher level. When people say I've gotten more clarity, well, who got more clarity? The one who actually got more clarity, who I feel really high right now or super excited. Well, who feels the experience of being high? Again, that's the ultimate. There's somebody, there's a witness to all of this. There's an experiencer of the experience. And at the end of the day, that's the model driving you back to is that you are the experiencer of life and life is 200%. You're experiencer of the outer world and you're the experiencer of the inner world. 
And both of them come together for a model just to constantly remind us that, yes, I am experiencing this inner world, thoughts, emotions, spiritual heart, all the things that show up there. And I'm also experiencer of the experience that's happening outwardly. And we don't need to neglect one or the other. We actually need to look at them both um, from a way that's going to benefit the evolution of who you really are and also provide that experience for the experiencer because that's all that you're here. Life is very simple when you can actually apply this because I say simple doesn't mean there's not challenges. Simple in the context of I wake up and I don't have to do anything because life's going to do it. And I don't mean that you sit at home. I mean that when you're engaged in activity, there's things that are happening. Motions show up without you having to do anything, don't they? You drive down the road, you're perfectly fine. They show up. So I always go back to who is the experiencer of this experience. And if as long as you as long as you 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 hold that close as part of the 200% model, you'll be able to enjoy both. Real quick, I wanted to drop a little interjection, but I just was thinking, you know, throughout the entirety of this episode and like listening to everything you guys were saying and just like how much, like I said, I have really learned over this past year. And this was kind of a shameless plug for Project You Unbound, but with reason, because I mean, I've done things, you know, like I've done the landmark form, I've done grand gratitude training, I've done all of these different projects to kind of, you know, try to grow in certain ways. And yet hearing this kind of content reiterated every single day throughout my journey is really what ultimately has made such an impact. Like I've almost forgotten, you know, everything I've learned in those trainings, but this has really, you know, stuck with me. And that is the beauty, I think, in the programs like Project U and Project U Unbound. And that's, you know, really what we're trying to help people do. Like you said, Adam, like you've done two day trainings and then you see it fade within, mm -hmm. you know, a week yeah. or two. Yeah. And then this is the program that you're holding them accountable every single day, holding their hand. And we've seen such massive growth in yeah. these people that they're coming back to do it again. And again. So I just wanted to throw that out there. If anyone's been thinking about that, it's massively impactful to have these people with you every single day. Um, and I hope that we are able to help some of you guys along the way. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for awesome sharing that. Demo. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, Enjoy these podcasts as much as Hallie and I do putting these things on. Um, if you know of anybody that would benefit from hearing these, please share with them. Um, that's why we're doing this work is to constantly just open up a one degree or two degree separation from somebody that's uh, interested in going down this route uh, to bring more, again, consciousness inside so they can bring that to whatever they're doing, their life, their personal life, their work, all of that, because that's the work that we're all doing here. So thank you for listening and thank you for continue to support the show. Hey everybody, before you go, Helen and I wanted to ask you for a favor. As business owners, you understand that reviews and testimonials are an essential part of growing your business and reaching new audiences. Well, from two business owners to another, we would be incredibly grateful if you could support us by leaving a review. It does really help us get the podcast in the hands of other conscious business owners. So thank you.